got a planet to run around, okay, okay, you ain't do nothing but run your mouth, no I don't want to be humble now, you doubted me, nothing to talk about. Let's give him something to talk about. Oh, background, I screwed it up. Yeah, what happened thing. there? There we go. This should be there it. we go. Bingo. We're yeah. back. But yeah, but that's a light one. I like that one. Oh, yeah. The other one was really bright. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, I put a. So if anybody wants to know how this stuff works, say so we could also get it's cool. Feedback. We use we use StreamYard, which is an amazing program. And that Matt Souza from the Savan podcast and owner of CrossFit Livermore turned us on. He actually set me up with everything with the soundboard, the, the mixer board that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you go into you go into Streamer and it's so easy to use and you create backgrounds, that little loop that we play at the beginning of the video. Mm-hmm. The banners. Yeah, this thing that we show, like all of that. It's just like point and click. The banners, everything. It's like literally comments. If we want to show comments, we just go click comments. Um, and very so intuitive yeah so i can change the background that's the bright one i realize that's that's that like punches you in the face it's pretty bright so I ju- but you just you create these things on canva or on i use pixlr p-i-x-l-r and to create this stuff and then you just throw it in a streamer and then you got it it's like an inventory that you can play with yeah and what's cool too is so then we choose the all the different outlets that we want to broadcast to right so that we can go live mm-hmm. and then we can we can also re- it records it it saves it so if we want to upload it somewhere else we can right which i'm working on doing the apple we're going to show up on apple podcast soon Sweet. all that stuff just takes time and the podcast the podcast for us is 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 fun and i'm enjoying doing it yeah. um, but i don't want to give it too much time it's not a revenue generating thing it's mm-hmm. more have a give back to our community a give back and a chance to kind of share i mean well which is i guess part of the give back yeah. is sharing yeah. the experience sharing with the affiliates yeah especially with the affiliates and then, and then i also want to kind of give some insight to the crossfit world as to what it's like for you know doing programming yep um and working with other affiliates and 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 running our affiliate, which is really just, it's a small business. So mm-hmm. that's a whole nother subject. I think we can get into that next week about, yeah. um, what, how, why we're still, what, why we still qualify as a small business is I, <laughs> as I, I shop for a file cabinet on, on Craigslist and Facebook marketplace. Like if we were, yeah. you know, if this was orange theory, Barry's bootcamp, oh, yeah. I'd just go requisition it, you know, and I'd have a thousand cabinets, all that look the same. <laughs> now, multiple locations. 15 years into this, you know, and I'd like to think we're pretty well established. I'm still shopping for fucking file cabinets on <laughs> Craigslist. Marketplace, Dude, going, Facebook marketplace. Oh yeah. And I'm negotiating going to their houses and I'm, you know, I'm getting, oh, there's a dent here. Let me give you a knock off. The other thing, no, get this one, dude. I, I was leaving my neighborhood and for like two days in a or two or three days in a row, I saw this wall shelf, this thing that attaches the wall out in front of my neighbor's house. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty cool wall shelf. They're getting ready. You know, they put it out for free to give away for free. It had been rained on and everything. <laughs> and finally, I'm just like, you know, I need I need something to hold that computer against that wall. And yeah. I drove my truck over there, the Diablo truck, a little embarrassed, but I pulled up and I <laughs> threw it in there. 
hey, it's you no need no need to be embarrassed. It's just humble, right? No, just, yeah, no, but look, listen, affiliate owner, every affiliate owner that's out that any if there are any affiliate owners watching this, any affiliate owner out there is watching this, oh yeah, I get that. Totally do that. You know, it's there's also something nice about that is you're you're reusing something versus buying something oh, yeah. new and then throwing more stuff in a landfill. Yeah, but there's nothing worse than spending a ton of money on something. That's true. And then you know, like two years from now you're not using it yeah. anymore. Like that, a, that's happened a few times. Oh, that has happened a few times. <laughs> big pieces of equipment or single use pieces of equipment, like a GHD or a or reverse hyper or giant a, crash pad or giant. Oh, good <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's still there. We're actually going to be using it this there's, next month. There's about 10 things on the gym. We can walk around and just go, oh, shit, how much did that cost? And like, it gets used once every three weeks that just by like, one person. The floor plans, too. Like, yeah. It's like, wow, man, this would be such great use. But at the same time, like all the GHDs, they don't get used as much no. in classes, but they're, they're it's, such they're great so awesome. pieces of equipment. They, they really are. And I do like, we are using it in our RX Plus class yes. and we're using it in our Masters RX Plus class. Especially for open gym right yep we'll get into that we we, we had to get on to our other topics yeah. but that's a whole podcast so, we could do note yeah. that for have a lot week. of fun um on that stuff yes and diablo 15 years in we still go through the same machinations as you do as um, part of the kaizen it is kind of continuous improvement yeah. every day walking yeah. in um related to that, i don't want to get way off talking but but <laughs> But the CrossFit book, if you had, if you don't follow the CrossFit they are at, good. at the CrossFit yes. book on uh, on Instagram, follow it because it's it's really kind of the OG Glassman stuff. And he did a they reposted, which I can't believe they found it because I was there at that event. It was an affiliate gathering in Austin, Texas, and he was asked, "Was that the five five buckets?" Five um, buckets no, not five buckets, but that's on there too, that was which a good is one. amazing. Yep. And, but the no, he he talked about uh, he was talking to affiliate owners. Someone asked him, "Hey, how do you know?" How do I become a successful affiliate? What's the keys to success for an affiliate? And he said in it, you know, pursue excellence every single day. Every day you walk in, pursue excellence. And and I when I was there, I took that to heart. The other thing that he said there was run really good classes. You know, what is excellence? He said clean bathrooms, run really mm -hmm. good classes. And I took those to heart. And those really are kind of um, tenets of Diablo CrossFit. Um, and it and should be for any affiliate just every day think about you know and i know affiliate owners that walk in and they look at shit and they're like oh i gotta fix that i gotta improve that and that is what drives a successful affiliate as well yeah um but more so than that is following through on those things when you see them yeah not start it and leave it halfway <laughs> yeah. done yeah, and then yeah. come back oh. no nope, get it better every day yeah anyway all right so um no so the the one thing i did want to talk about speaking of getting better every day was getting yourself better every day especially as we get through the holidays here i thought about at this topic I sent out in my email was creating a new identity for yourself um, in order to um, create new habits or not create new habits, but to stick to, to, yeah. to habits that you create, healthy habits that you create, especially during the holidays. It's tough. You break down, you, you know, we're inundated with requests to go to parties, um, treats that come in a lot of treats a lot, lot of, of treats baked come in, goods. a lot of baked goods and and while i'm not suggesting that you know we you know be completely uh, abstain from all of those things because i partake it's it's simply um making sure that we remain true to our 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 vision and our goals and our habits for that we've set for ourselves to keep us um healthy and fit um, it's easier, I think, uh, compared to uh, the ultimate comparison is to a CrossFit Games athlete who, and I know, you know, the, again, they do the same thing. They'll indulge as well. Mm -hmm. 
but they've got identities. And I think in particular, Alessandra Pacelli, because she's here at, uh, at Diablo. And I think about her through the CrossFit. She just retired, but through the CrossFit game seasons, um, she, she is and was a CrossFit games athlete and identified it as that. And as, a, as such, you know, she had a routine that was wrapped around that, um, in terms of her nutrition, in terms of her training, um, in terms her, of her, her rest, her rest sleep. and sleep and recovery, all of that was part of that identif- identity. And her identity was validated by um, uh, the people that are around her that saw her as a CrossFit Games athlete. It was, a, um, it was validated by you know, social media that identified her as that, um, by media coverage of her. And so it was... And even it was, just participating in the games that she had participated in like that's validation right there yeah so it's right so all of it but that helps reinforce behavior so then then as she's faced with temptation right it's easier to avoid those things and everyone around her knows well of course sandra's not gonna drink at the party tomorrow night yeah sandra's a crossfit games athlete yeah she's got to be training tomorrow yeah she's got double day (laughs) yeah that's her identity and we can leverage that my point my email was is you know it's it's and I think a lot of experts say this, and it was in a Huberman podcast um, with, who is he with? Oh, it was with uh, Lane Norton. I published it. And if you, if you haven't listened to this podcast, please listen to this podcast, Huberman podcast with Lane Norton, guys, PhD, but he talks about eating, nutrition, all of that. And he gets a deep dive science and it's all, it's all backed by mm-hmm. a substantial amount of data and scientific studies. But he talked about, you know, the challenges of someone that's uh, excessively overweight obese and then trying to lose weight and he said he, he talked about the the psychology of it you know he talks he, he gets into the science of it of course you know and, and calorie deficit and all of that stuff and moving and, and really fascinating stuff on the ways to, to to lose weight but then he talks about the most difficult part which is the psychology of it and one of the things that he um found through a recent through a recent study he talked about was that people had to essentially divorce them their previous identities mm. or in the case of you know he talks about one guy um, an actor uh, ethan supley and if you if you google ethan supley s-u-p-l-e-e you'll immediately recognize him he was in a few movies revenge of the titans and then uh, uh i think malcolm x he went he weighed 550 pounds but if you go to his instagram now the guy's like 230 jacked and in an interview with him they said that uh he said in the interview that he had to um essentially develop a new identity and his if you look at his instagram posts it starts with um his instagram posts of him exercising and and uh and and eating right he talks about uh, or he starts it with a quote called uh, that says i killed my clone today yeah and which re- which took me back to a, a podcast that savon did that was a whole series. CrossFit. Yeah, it's a whole series. That was a whole yeah, yeah, series. Yeah, it's re- multiple yeah. series. Yeah, multiple too. series, like five or six. Yeah, and then and then yeah. he's coming back or he's revisiting yep. it again, I think. Um, with Gary Roberts, mm-hmm. um, who was a CrossFit employee at the time, and they got him to do CrossFit and then and then uh, documented his ch- life change. And it's killing, called Killing the Fat Man, yep. Killing the Fat Man. Yeah. And again, it revolves around that that whole 
and I, and I thought of since I listened to the Hero Room podcast and have thought about this a lot. Um, David Goggins also talks about yes, it too. Yeah, he had to kill his former identity. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's uh, essentially um, taking on a new identity in order to maintain healthy habits, mm-hmm. and which includes and here's the hard part. And I and uh, and I know this to be true. You know, and everybody will tell you this, especially alcoholics, drug addicts. You got to find new friends. Yeah, your friends and even worse what's most difficult is your family yeah it's your environment yeah if right? they if they like you for and love you for who you are which may not be who you want to be may not who that's right right and the other thing is that change especially improvements in your health mm-hmm. you start looking better start feeling better start doing things start eating better makes other people around you feel a certain amount of insecurity and we've all been there. If you've been, if anybody's been there to a party where you, you know, and everybody's drinking and you say, you know what, I'm not going to drink for whatever reason you don't drink. People will, will give you excuses as to why they're drinking. Yeah. And I've probably done it some, well, you know, and ordinarily I don't drink either, but you know, here's what's today. Well, it, and that's that, it's that guilt to, yeah. you know, and, and you know, you, you have a, you don't have, everybody has cake and you don't have a piece of cake cause you're gluten intolerant. And all of a sudden, everybody talks about, well, yeah, you know, today I'm having cake today, but I don't ever have cake. Like I'm going to regret this tomorrow. And they and they and they create excuses yeah. because they feel self conscious about what they're doing. They feel judged. They're they not, know it's not ideal, right? But right. they're going to do it anyways. So, which, 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 essentially, to so then to and if you're a compassionate individual. And you love your family and friends, which most of us do. It's then it then you feel a sense of guilt for being mm. healthy and fit and having healthy habits. Yeah, which makes it easier to 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 violate those habits or to to break those habits. Yeah, and so you essentially have to create and and you know create a new identity. Maybe find new friends. I go think, go to different places. Yeah, and I mean like surrounding is is definitely a big factor as far as like you know your your, your environment. You're, you're gonna fuel off whether it's a positive environment right right or a negative environment and you know fitness is a journey and we're all going through our own individual journeys yep. and you know it's not, that, a, it's that not I, a straight line it's not linear it's, exactly it's not linear i mean <laughs> I, I always look at myself as like i'm, I'm periodizing my life right <laughs> so I'm, I'm i've had my like my that. games years right, right? I've, I've had the chance and opportunity to compete at the games through diablo crossfit's team and you know, in the last five years, the di- I, my identity shifted. I'm, yeah. I'm no longer a games athlete. Now I'm a father, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that, that has, I mean, I know a lot of other people have gone through the same identity issues. Well, I mean, that's the whole concept of the dad bod. Back, back, back to Alessandra Pacelli. Exactly. That's, what, yeah. that's what she's um, not struggling with, but she's working on right now is finding that new identity. Yeah. And it's, you know, revolving around, you know, workouts, you know, she'll work, she'll work out a lot of times by herself, not yeah. just because she doesn't want the pressure of like having to win yeah. <laughs> or having to scale up everything that's she a, does. That's a new identity that she's right. developing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is, it is fascinating. And we do, we all go through it, but it, you know, if you're trying to make a, a massive change, I mean, you, you want to go from being, you know, severely obese or or maybe you're, you know, addicted to alcohol or addicted to drugs and you want to make change, you will need a new community, new supportive community. And that's one of the awesome things about CrossFit Yes, is that you can find that in a CrossFit affiliate. Mm-hmm. And it's, we get members in here that come in and they make, you know, we got a group of guys now. There's three or four of them, Jared, yeah. Chris, 
David Marin, mm-hmm. um, Scott. I can't remember Scott's last name. Um, but they've all lost like any, anywhere from 30 to 40 pounds. Mm. It's remarkable. And they're all in the morning classes. Yeah. And they, so they've got this almost kind of this support network together where they're losing weight. And I'd love to, as a, as an affiliate owner to take credit for that, right. To post, Hey, look at what these guys have done, but it's really not. It's, it's the, it's the support. It was certainly, yeah. it, you know, I don't know if it's a matter of taking credit, but there's still a benefit in yeah. celebrating. Well, I, well, that's right. True. Like that's true. You, you get it, celebrate it. Cause they did the work essentially. Yeah. They did the work. We provided an environment, yes. an amazing environment. And then from there, the community grew this amazingly positive yeah. community, supportive community. And these guys have made these changes. Lot, lots of our members have as they, they essentially made the chain or the effort to be a part of this environment, yeah. which, you know, at the same time, when you want to make those adjustments, like if you're heavily overbeat, overweight, you need to step back and audit yourself and see what things are contributing to this unhealthy habit and what can you do to make it better. And yeah. joining an affiliate would be one way to make it better. That's right. Um, and so, so if you're struggling to make those nutritional take. Uh, those challenges or those nutritional changes or or maintain your workouts and daily walks and those things you you may need to may need to kill your clone that's and that's a really good way to yeah. kind of talk to your talk to yourself through that right sure. having that positive affirmations there yeah and and you're gonna um, and by the way and you're gonna fail yeah you're gonna fail multiple times expect to fail yeah expect to fail expect just, to fail and then learn out like of a, that failure it's just like a workout here yeah. it's just like yesterday's workout that i did for master Rx. <laughs> I failed miserably. And I literally thought, I heard you thought it was four rounds though. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Damn it. And, I'm, and I punched it in the five in the clock and I thought it was four rounds. And the other thing is, is I thought I, I literally was confident going to that workout. I did the, the, cause it was involved front rack carries long hundred meter front rack carries with the dumbbells. And I after thought, some power cleans, after some power cleans. And I thought, no problem. This is going to be, this is my workout. Cause it's, cause it, the, the, you accumulated as many meters as possible on the C2 bike. And, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, pretty good at the c2 bike mm-hmm. i guess still gotta get to the c2 right. bike. oh my god and i didn't make it to the c2 bike on the last round but anyway it's, it was like i failed yesterday yeah. but i got you know but i learned you know that's what something yvonne always says if you're not winning you're learning you should be learning and it's the same thing i think with nutrition i think people look at it the wrong way they look at failure like ah oh, f- fuck it and then they just then they overindulge after they mm-hmm. go i can't i can't no if you failed it, like it, and you eat poorly or you you know drink too much or whatever you do you if you come off if, if you fall off the rails on your healthy habits examine why it happened evaluate it and move on and then don't repeat it yeah right? take those take the variables out of it that yeah. caused you to be there learn from it anyway enough of that what else we oh we were going to talk about um well we we should get into i guess sleep um, it kind of works with the identity. Yeah, it kind of works with it, <laughs> but it re- somewhat related to well, obviously very related to sleep. But kind of what brought up the subject was that I bought um, a new twenty five hundred dollar oh shit <laughs> um, sleep mattress called um, Eight Sleep, and I looked at all of them. Um, but it provides heating and cooling for your mattress. It's a cover that goes on. It's got a box that sits next to bed that operates really quietly and it basically circulates water that is easier i was going to ask is it water that's yeah, yeah. running through so there's yeah. also a little bit of well it's underneath right yeah yeah okay. well, yeah so it's okay. in so it's in a container that's next to the bed and then it circulates through hoses that connect mm-hmm. to that cover and it's really quiet 
and 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 you what you do is you set the temperatures so when you get into bed it's a little warmer and then it cools down as you get into deeper sleep and then in the morning it warms up to wake you and and you know make more more make more easier to get, get out, out of bed. bed yeah although i would argue <laughs> since i've set it up and i set those temperatures I don't know that it's easier to get out of bed right now because it's so cold outside and that bed just has gotten warm. I'm like, should oh. almost just let it stay cold. Yeah. So then you get out of bed, it's like, oh God, I can just make it really, start get your body moving. Make it really uncomfortable, really just get a good damn damn, I gotta get out of bed, I'm gonna freeze to death. <laughs> but um, you know, we were talking about Jamie and I were talking about the need for sleep and the importance of sleep and recovery. And he hasn't had good sleep for a year and a half, two years. Like I said, the identity thing. I'm a dad, and it's just like the sleep has just been challenging. Right. And there's not enough hours in the day. Right. And, but it, I, I will tell you that um, I'm focusing on it because it, same thing for the last year and a half. I haven't had really good sleep. And every podcast that I'm listening to, such at some point in time, they cover the topic of sleep. Matthew Walker's the guy's the, the big sleep guru. And of course, you know, everybody knows who all, all the podcasters that I listen to, Peter Atia. Yep. Um, uh, 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 what's his name? Huberman, and then uh, um, Rana Patrick. They all they all know Matthew oh, Walker. They're all friends. Yeah, and they all talk about it. How important sleep is recovering. It is. It's, it's like a, it's like the number one thing you can do that's essentially free to improve your performance. Yeah, improve improve performance. Your wellness. Not only that, um, manage insulin resistance. Yeah. All of that. Like it yeah. helps all of it. There's a lot of benefits. There's a ton of benefits, and and of course, if you're training too. Um, and training for any type of events, like the sleep is where recovery happens. It's where muscle building happens. It's why where... Matt Fraser was bringing a freaking mattress into yeah. every competition. Yeah, right. That's right. That's I remember good, that. Another good example. He actually had a mattress you know, shipped yeah. to the event so he could get good sleep. That was one of the things Kelly Starrett also said. Um, you know, if you asked, who was it? It was like the London Reel. Um, asked, like, what, what are the two things that you would tell your younger self to do to improve your wellness, fitness, performance, whatever. Uh, it was sleep and more water. Yeah. Those two concepts is and and unlocks a no whole question. lot of stuff. And as we get older, I'm 59, but as we get older, sleep gets it, it. Sleep does become more challenging. I used to. I was a very good sleeper when I was younger, but as I've gotten older, it's it's a little. You stuff gets on your mind. You just a light else. sleeper and wake. Yeah, up I'm, a light, I'm a light. I'm a very light sleeper. Wake up and I wake up multiple times in the night. So I'm working on it. anyway. I got this eight sleep thing to to, to work on it and and we'll I really check in another month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it, but it, it was one of the things too that because uh, I do the wild health, I have a yes. into the physician coaching for um, proactive healthcare, and one of the things on there was better sleep. Mm -hmm. So and what's cool is the eight sleep, and there's another one out. There's a couple of others out there, but you can look at the eight sleep. It, comes with a sleep monitor of course the whoop does it and oh does it tie in with the yeah yeah it's yeah oh, wow. oh it doesn't tie in with the whoop it ties okay. it just gives it on the app it tells you how many hours got it, got it how many hours you're in bed how many hours you sleep in the different stages of sleep that you had mm. gives heart rate so maybe amazingly picks it up through that cover i don't it's, it's pretty fascinating it pick up i mean do you wear a whoop no nope. okay so no it's, it's just because you're laying on the cover interesting yeah it's fascinating as hell yeah so anyway, so I'm so I'm looking technology. at it. I'm trying to dial in the temperatures, and um, I really want to get to where I'm sleeping consistently seven to eight hours a night. It's a good target. Yeah, it's I'm right target. now. I'm right now like I'm five to five to seven, mm. and more closer to the five. Mm. So 
That's nice. Yeah. And Yvonne tells me apparently I need to stop snoring. I had no idea to snore. And I will not wear well, a sleeping longer yeah. will essentially. So I'm going to do a couple things. One, I got this cool thing that's so that because yeah. I I'm a hot sleeper, so I you know I wake up sweating. Right now it's cold, so it's a little less likely. But in the summertime, it's just so yeah. miserable. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I'm going to do is, um, and I've again this is back to my the identity thing. I've I've started I've let myself start eating later. Mm. um and so i'm um like last night i i think my la i had a bowl of fruit at uh 9 30 i had a crappy night's sleep and i think it was and i thought about it this morning on my run i'm like oh okay yeah and yeah, that won't help with the snoring either no it won't uh, no so i'm gonna start because for for the first part of this year i was really good about stopping eating at eight o'clock and i'm gonna get back to that because i need to sleep better yeah Anyway, especially as we get in towards the open. Yeah, and it's and, it, and I'm just ta I'm tackling it like like it's a, a weakness, and I need to improve that weakness. It's like double unders or handstand yeah, pushups. Yep. So, you look at sleep as somewhat of a skill. Yeah, it is. It really is, in mm. in a lot of ways. Anyway, we got practice. Um, cool thing. Um, you know, Super I don't cool I don't want to name drop, but I'm but I'm going to name drop. <laughs> um dave castro texted me last week um and like it was on tuesday i think wasn't even like he said hey we we got to came fast yeah i know he said we, we got to deal with spartan to do an event at um oracle park um which for us where the san francisco giants play baseball beautiful park mm -hmm. And uh, Spartan does this. They do these stadium, they, they these do stadium those, events. Like, yeah. They're really cool, and yeah. they put obstacles in a tight in a tight environment, mm -hmm. and then you run around the stadium, that kind of stuff. And it's you end up going five k, mm -hmm. so two and a half miles with I'm sure a lot of ascending with some bleachers. Yeah, bleachers and obstacles, and he got them to put in uh, ring muscle ups. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's um, um. Uh, but anyway, they're so, so they're partnering with Spartan to do this event. What here's really cool is that it's free if you're an affiliate member. That's amazing. So your affiliate owner should have gotten an email from their regional rep probably mm -hmm. that, that that gave them a link to, um, if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I imagine there's going to be other events around the country yeah, now tied into it, depending upon how successful this one is. And yeah. I would encourage all local affiliates, get, get your members involved. Mm -hmm. It's December 3rd. It's free. It'll be, mm -hmm. a, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Um, We've already got a bunch of our members already planning the the event, and and we're going to put a team together. Um, but it's, I like this idea of partnering with Spartan. Um, those guys know how to run events, mm -hmm. but it's a great way to get uh, members of our community that ordinarily wouldn't do a mm -hmm. CrossFit competition mm -hmm. participating because they've a lot of them have done Spartan events, and Spartan seems less intimidating. And then they can go over there, and, and it's free. Yeah. I think that's the really cool part about the whole thing is like Spartan races aren't necessarily a cheap event to do. No. I mean, you're looking at what, hundreds of dollars, $200 yeah. minimum for like one of the sprint races. Yeah. And for them to partner up with CrossFit, I mean, this is the first time CrossFit has ever partnered up with any other sporting entity. Right. Yeah. So this is kind of a big deal. Yeah. And I think this is a, a great way. I mean, for CrossFit to also put an effort into bringing the community together outside of you know the open it's it's more of an in-person type of environment yeah. right like you get to see faces and not just commute compete with somebody in another gym elsewhere you get to have fun and race each other yeah it'll be uh, it'll be a great event so 
it's gonna be a great event i'm sure i just yeah. wish they gave us more time yeah i know it was, Date this was, was not ideal no no we had to move our teen trials competition teen uh, competition was scheduled yeah. for december 3rd so we moved that to january so that we could allow our members and our teens to participate and, and in, the, the, in the spartan like, event my, my whole thought and it, i mean we've talked about this beforehand was just i love the fact that crossfit's taken the effort to bring the community together especially through something like a spartan race yeah um in person i don't really feel great competing against crossfit to try to get a teen event going no. i mean the whole idea why we started the teen trials was to bring the community together bring yeah. kids together give them a chance to compete in person that's right here's an opportunity for them to do the same thing with the same community yeah absolutely so it's i'm excited about it yeah and we'll uh we'll, and the teens will have their we'll have their day in january january 22nd exactly, for our yeah. teen trials um we got our turkey ruck coming up this week on the 24th speaking if, of obstacle uh, races if you're an affiliate yeah if you're an affiliate you can still you can still participate yes. just set up just find a park write your members out it's really easy i ran our route yesterday just to make sure everything was good i ran into a ton of people i was trying to film um the each movement pattern and the route but there was a ton of people out yeah. taking pictures there's a lot of photographers out there oh so kind of kind of threw off my plan as yeah. far as like setting it out and putting it sharing a video um but yeah no it's i mean it's not you're not it's not too late just get out get out go for a run feel out what route's going to be good and throw a bag, bag on your back yeah and if uh if, and and by the way another event for affiliates that if you want to participate in for your community is the 100,000 meter challenge it's 100kmc.com um they donate all the proceeds it's 10 bucks to sign up for your members you can create a, a gym team and they have to accumulate 100,000 meters on in any way, walking, running, biking, swimming. Everything's weighted. So swimming obviously has a four-to-one yeah. ratio versus uh, the mm -hmm. rower. Or this, or a bike. Yeah, bike. And so it's – but your members, our members get together for movie nights, movie mornings, those kinds of things. Did we – did the team I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause because I need to run to the restroom. Okay. We haven't done this before. You talk. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, um, what should we talk about? Let's talk about our programming. Um, so, PRs all day, progressive programming. We are going to be going into our new month starting in December first. Um, we're going to hit our primary. So, this last month of November, we've had a primary strength of um, front squats, which was a carryover from last month's front squat tempo pause squat. This month, we're essentially building up to a one rep max, which is going to be next week. Um, this week, we are going to have a deload session um, for our um, uh, deadlift. So deadlift was our, our secondary strength for this month. Um, and going into the deload this week, next week, we're going to start off with our last final primary progression for deadlift, building to a one rep max at the end of the year. Um, that's probably been one of my favorite progressions, especially at the end of the year where we get a chance to really focus on developing some raw strength and wrong, raw power through those, through that pattern. Um, as we get into this next month, we will see a, a, a drop in our overall volume with the deadlifts, but we're going to see a much higher intensity and it's going to build up faster than we did in this month. Um, so look forward to next month. If you are following the progressive programming's, um, workout of the day or daily workout, um, that's going to be something that's coming up in the near future. Um, as far as our skill goes, this month has been a big month of skills with our handstand holds and working on a freestanding handstand hold. 
And reason why we're working with a handstand hold is really to develop that inverted position and, and comfort and consistency in that inverted position as we progress into our next month with the January. January, we're going to be working on a handstand push-up at the same time working with the rope climb. Now, when we think about these two patterns, the handstand push-ups and the rope climbs, it's a push-pull. So this month, we've had um, some time to work on developing that handstand hold while at the same time developing... Oh, I just switched over to the camera. <laughs> um, whoop, 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 whoop. So just to kind of wrap this up, when we were talking about our handstand hold progressions, this next month, we had a whole bunch of EMOMs that worked into it. Next month, we're going to be going into handstand push-ups, kind of emphasizing the skill aspect while also integrating some rope climbs. Now, we've got some neurological adaptations going on with the kipping aspect for our skill but then we're going to go into more of a physiological adaptation with more strength and strict patterns from a strict handstand push-up and progressing to a wall-facing handstand push-up, which if you weren't watching last year, Adrian Bosman's uh, wall-facing deficit, that is coming. I'm just going to throw it out there. that We will see that in an online format. Maybe not deficit, but we will see a wall-facing handstand push-up. And my guess... My prediction is going to be in the quarterfinals. Yeah. I, that What's good about that, I think, for online competition, it's easy to judge. It's easy to judge, but you it's put also... A camera, you can put a camera up, too, and you can see it on camera. I mean, think of the standards that we've been through with handstand push-ups. Yeah. You got to measure your arm, measure your arm overhead. Like, no, let's just lock out with a full extension. But the whole concept of the handstand push-up, like Boz said, and I don't know if you've watched that one video, yeah. um, you're we're not trying to bounce off our head. We're not trying, we're trying to improve. So his goal was to make handstand pushups great again. And I think the wall facing, and I've been practicing and working that into my progressions and, and programming for individuals for a long time. Now is going to work our way into the affiliates. Yeah. And, and that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing movement. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm turning 60 in the next category. Cause I doubt <laughs> that the 60 year olds will have to do it. <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe yeah, you might they, you might get like a a, a marker or an ab yeah, maybe a semifinals or something yeah, if i get I, that far i think i think i honestly think we'll see it in in the quarterfinal yeah. maybe not this year but in the next year or two yeah definitely he's got to bring everybody up yeah i mean look at the previous i mean throughout the whole crossfit games um the life of the CrossFit games, you see something at the games and it's trickled down towards yeah. the open at some point or another handstand walks, strict handstand pushups. That's all started at the games. We do these progressions at Diablo with the, you know, because of the, you know, we follow PRs all day programming. And as a coach, it's, it's somewhat of a pain in the ass um, to, to take members to these progressions and you can see they don't like when it comes up, there's no excitement mm -hmm. to start them but there's excitement afterwards and there's excitement when there's progress and, and everybody, when they get done with the progressions that we do that take uh, like 15 minutes to get through them yeah. um, in a typical class, we do it. It's once a week right now because of the cycle we're on mm. um, when they get done with it, they're, they're pumped. They're like, that was awesome. And and everybody says the same thing. I wouldn't do this on my own. And you know what else is great? Like you said, their people aren't excited when they go into it yeah. unless they've been through some of these progressions in the past and they've had success with it. Yeah, and well, then they're true. like, oh, we get to work on handstand pushups. Keep right. hands. Now I can finally get past that hurdle. Yeah. So it's, something it's, to look forward to. Anyway, that's good. The uh, leading into that, just um, one of the things I posted in my email was the, 
podcast at CrossFit Games. And if you didn't, if you didn't yeah, get it, because the new rule book. book's out, which is the first time it's out mm-hmm. this soon. And I really um, um, appreciate the early release, but I also appreciate the, what seems like an increased attention to the details that in, um, in, uh, over the long run improve the quality of the competition. And uh, they're keenly interested in getting better mm-hmm. every year, and they want. And one of the things it was in the pod, the 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 interview um, was with who was it with? It was it was Chase Ingram. Chase Ingram. He did a great job, and it was a podcast with uh, Becky Harsh. That's right. Um, who's Games Communications Director? Um, but one of the things she said is, she goes, "Look, we're in this together. We, you know, with the athletes and." they've got different levels of communication with the division athletes, the games athletes to make sure that they're hearing everybody out. Um, but it's a very good podcast. So it's the CrossFit games latest podcast. I would listen to it. If you, if you're not going to read the rule book yourself, which reading the rule book is tedious. It's tedious. Yeah. And I mean, it's the details that as yeah. coaches and anybody that has that's coaching an athlete yeah. that's looking to be games bound. Yeah, you should. You should. You should do your homework. Oh yeah, and 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 Chase Ingram did that, and so he asked her the most poignant questions related to qualification and and all of that stuff. And I didn't really want to talk about that here since it's being talked about a lot. Everybody knows what the mm-hmm. you know what the new semifinals are. Um, I'll be interested to see where those are going to be. Yeah, um, but what's cool is I I listen and the part the part that was most significant to me is you know how it affects the, the affiliates. Yeah. One of the great things is um, after um, last year was yeah, yeah last year was uh, um, took the affiliate manager out of the equation and for and they said it was primarily related to pandemic because a lot of affiliate a lot of athletes couldn't get into affiliates mm-hmm. a lot of affiliates weren't open so they couldn't really approve scores like they could in the past and that's understandable so now they brought that back so if you complete the an open workout. Um, at an affiliate, it doesn't need to be video recorded. Um, and the affiliate manager is the one that approves the score. You can have someone judge it that is not a um, certified CrossFit judge, although here at Diablo, and I would encourage yes. other affiliates to do the same, um, encourage your community, those that want to judge at your open event or judge open workouts that are held at your affiliate, encourage them to get the certification it's 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 an easy certification it's 10 bucks it's it's an easy certification but it also serves as a kind of a quality check right Right. like i mean in class and you you hear this all the time when somebody's like oh so and so didn't hit depth or so and so didn't do this it's like who cares you're here for your workout there's no judge right but when we have judges that's when we want to uphold the standards and if you have if you're if you are running open heats you know during the open season you want to have judges out there that understand the rules understand the standards and it's only going to benefit them because they're also going to get better at their own standards yeah so the affiliate owner then puts their signature on it. Um, affiliate, there is an obligation here. Affiliate owner, uh, the affiliate manager, or the, the person they point to approve the scores, has to approve those scores before Wednesday um, after the submission. So the submission's on Monday. So they do the work. The workout's so announced. That's an extra day, then, isn't right. it? Right. Well, yes, it is because it okay. used to be Tuesday. So the workout gets announced Thursday. Mm-hmm. They have until Monday. Monday, 5, 5, p.m. 5 p.m. Pacific time to do the workout. 
the affiliate manager has until Wednesday at 5 p.m. to approve that score. If it doesn't get approved, it's gone. Now, Becky said there is and may be some recourse, especially for for competition athletes, but for everyone else, it's probably gone. Mm -hmm. So you need to encourage your affiliate manager and affiliate owners, and you need to make sure that you're going in, that you put this on your schedule. And I've done this before where I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> did I did I do the scores? Yeah, because you you get busy. You you, you know, might have started. Well, you might have started, it, and yeah. then someone snuck in a yeah. you know some athletes snuck in some score submissions on Monday at yeah. four o'clock, and you hadn't approved those. Man, you need to have that. You need to be on that. Don't mm-hmm. don't uh, don't put yourself in a position where an athlete doesn't and, doesn't have a score because you didn't approve it. And don't wait till Wednesday night. Right. Get it done Tuesday night. I, I love that the that that you know that if you want to do this without video you do it at an affiliate I love that yeah. and and guess what if you want to do it um, otherwise or you want to do it at home or somewhere else just videotape it and mm-hmm. then then you have to submit the video mm-hmm. and that's the way it should be um, the other thing that was interesting was teams so the the um, teams the four the four athletes that are on a team. Um, can come from anywhere, and, but they have to do all three of the open workouts at the affiliate itself. Yeah, they can't so do it remotely. They can't do it remotely. Um, or, yeah, or they yeah they can't so they can't do it somewhere else. They have to do it at the affiliate. That's cool. That um, keeps it a little bit more like an affiliate cup. It kind of yeah. In and look, it, it, I, I think what CrossFit wanted to do is that, look. They're not going to bicker over like who lives a hundred miles from the affiliate. That lives, you know, hundred. I can't. We've been even, through all that. I can't even imagine the emails they were getting and the complaints. Like we used to complain about. That was in 2012, oh, yeah. 13. Yeah. <laughs> we used to complain about um, Tommy Hackerbrook's gym, yeah. CrossFit U, and the athletes that he had. And we were they're like we, three hundred miles away. What we are you had the, about? we had the maps out, oh, and we were trying God. to call about. Um, and it was and 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 Tommy's a good friend. Yeah. And and we we look back on those times very fondly, but at the time we were obsessed about it. Yeah. And it and it's just it's it's much ado about nothing. Literally, and I love this solution: have the athletes do it at the affiliate. And problem so solved. The, that well, problem solved. And get this: um, the other part is the community will the community of that affiliate will love seeing those athletes do it. I mean, it's it's fun to watch high level athletes compete, and it brings more fans to the sport. Ah, it does bring more fans to the sport. I think it's cool. It's a it's a great solution um for for this and it makes it easy for the affiliates and and it makes it easier for crossfit we talked about this a little bit last week but when you think of like some of these training camps that are probably also hosting these athletes to do their open workouts now they have to either get affiliated or go and oh that'd be awesome right love to see them actually get an affiliate uh, so if 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 they're competing for the open whether they're on a team or not yeah well, I guess they would well, have to shoot a video. Then. They'd have to shoot a video, yeah, which they're probably already doing anyways, right? So they can prove that they have the capacity to move right. on. Each of the, right, each of the. And then, um, what was the other thing related to affiliates that was interesting? That was the big one. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it was related to teams. Um, w- those teams athletes. So if you have those four athletes, they're committed. To they're that. committed to that, which I love. You you cannot go back and forth. There, there's athletes. no plan B if you're trying to go individual. That's right. Which is great. Yeah, I think I think that's that's probably one of the better moves that they did. Yeah, and it, well, and I think again, it's another one that makes their lives easier. But even from a team, and I mean, I've been on a team at the games, and yeah. You, the games team isn't always the same team that you compete with right. at regionals. 
So here you're going to have at the games, you're going to have people that have uh, cohesion and and have been training and competing against others with each other. So it's really cool. You can select six six athletes to put in your team because you have two alternates and the alternates can only be used in case of backup. Yeah. Backup for emergency. Yeah. Or for uh, injury. Yeah. So if someone gets injured, then that, you know, you can replace that. Or it could be like the six and or the three and but three. Those, but those two athletes yes. that are your, that are your essentially alternates, they can't go indie. No. They're on that team too. Yeah. I love it. There's a full commitment there. Yeah. And I mean, my last year at the games with 2016, we had a, a, a team that had fully committed to go fully team. Yeah. Nobody went individual. And we had one of the better showings. We finished ninth overall. It was, it was a cool experience to go into it and be through the whole season with the same crew. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. It's it's going to be a great season. Um, we're already starting to think about how we're going to do Friday Night Lights, yeah. those types of things. Courage. Of, Are we doing a uh, intramural? Um, I I don't know. That's the one thing we got to decide is whether or not we do an intramural. Open. I think after now that COVID is kind of passed through, and we had all we had we didn't do it last couple of years because of COVID. This might be a good time to yeah. uh, revamp. It. And it's three weeks. That makes that's, an intramural, that's that makes an, good point. That makes an intramural open much what easier if, to manage. What if we did an intramural and then it, you get extra points if you have an athlete that moves on to the quarters? Because <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have a bunch of people moving yeah, on to the quarters. Yeah, we will. And then that makes uh, well, that gives us the opportunity too to to have a draft. It's a highlight. Yeah, well, yeah. To have a draft and then that's we should pick pick athletes. Yeah. So that's something to as an affiliate owner. That uh, intram- I will tell you the years we've done intramural open, especially the first year we did it, was just epic. Yeah the participation level within our community was awesome we even carried that intramural into the turkey truck yeah turkey trot yeah we did with the the the, the teams right we oh had yeah, yeah that's right a.m midday and p.m yeah, yeah yeah we did it with the yeah we did it with the turkey trot t- with our our intramural teams were the turkey trot teams yeah it was fun it is fun and then it um and we give points not just for performance and on yeah. the open but we give points for participation for actually completing the open workouts yep. which encourage and then judging judging was a big that was one. the best one oh you give gosh. points to the team the intramural team um for the number of events that they judge or the number of athletes that they judge so then it was a competition having judges that's you, one way you could do it yeah yeah if you're worried about judges run an intramural open and give them credit for for yeah. judging other athletes you will have more judges than you know what to do with. yeah you'll be happy you'll have people fighting over judging. oh yeah um so that's what we got a lot to talk about next week yeah um, we'll we'll get into some of that stuff but uh uh happy thanksgiving everyone yeah enjoy your turkey trot yeah enjoy your turkey trot and and uh we'll see you next week yes sir cheers see you guys